Well, Kevin, the Blue Jays have looked like anything but a playoff team in this three-game series against Texas. And, well, if you look at the standings right now, they're not a playoff team. Are they going to get back into this? Huh. Well, I think we were talking about a month ago that we didn't want the last 15 games of the season to actually determine the outcome of the season. Well, sort of looks that way. The team-wide approach, you can throw that out the window. Right, they they faced a lefty coming into tonight in Montgomery. Over the last 14 and the third, had given up 14 earned runs. Two pitches, right? Sinker away, change up away. The team-wide approach, you can flip that thing. While that lineup's driving home tonight, just roll your window down and throw out approaches out the window. Ain't going to work, right? It's that one-inning kind of approach when you, you're going to the plate, you got the dude standing at second. It's like the third inning sort of sums up all you need to know about the Blue Jays. Clement leads off the inning with a single. Varsho gets a good pitch to hit, pulls it foul. Then has a non-competitive strikeout. Springer comes up, gets a decent fastball. Lazy fly ball to right field. Bo Bichette gets three fastballs in, what, six pitches? Mm-hmm. Grounds out. That sort of sums up what they sort of are going through right now is just that. I told, I told We said I had this conversation today. It's not a team-wide approach. They've shown you they can't do that. Like, this year's just that year where <clears> – <throat> You know, it's it's not the Rangers where first time through, yeah, they're feeling yeah. You can get them, you can work through them, right? It's you're not giving up any hits. You look frisky out there on the mound, and then that second time comes through, and now all of a sudden your location on your fastball has to be that much better. The depth and the break on your secondary pitches have to be on par because if they're not, a good lineup will do damage to you. That's exactly what happened in the fourth and fifth inning to you say. So, yeah, this look. It's sort of the theme all year. The pitching can't be good. It has to be great. And if it's not, they get blown out, right? It's sort of, I think, for me anyway, when you watch this team offensively, this is where you're at. It's They're not going to carry their team. They're going to fill in the blanks, you know, when the pitching is going deep and, and passing the baton to one or two guys, not four or five guys. So, yeah, it is what it is, right? You move on, and, and hopefully you can have a good start and get a timely hit tomorrow. 416-870-0590, star 591 888-666-0590, The Texas Rangers have put the boots to the Toronto Blue Jays. The Blue Jays are out of the wild card race at this moment in time. A game out. This was the night. Now, I, I heard some boos last night. Mm-hmm. I have not heard as many boos in a game in the bow slash Vladdy era as we heard tonight. Um, And I'm not obviously blaming those two dudes. But other than that meltdown against the Seattle Mariners in the playoffs last year, I think people were just, like us, we're just shocked at how that thing fell apart. I mean, it was calamitous. It was almost one of those things that was so calamitous. But tonight you started to hear a small crowd, 25-495, used to be a pretty good-sized crowd, but mm-hmm. not what we're used to seeing here. This is the first time I can remember in the Bo and Vladdy era that the fans were this upset. And, um, I mean, it's I, – I don't even know. I don't I, – I generally don't get s- surprised by a lot of stuff. 
Uh, I'm uh, absolutely, absolutely stunned at, I'm going to say, almost the incompetent approach this team has at the plate. I'm going to say that. I know guys are, you know, Ernie Clement and Davis Schneider, and they're doing what they're going to do. This is an incompetent offensive team. This isn't a bad offensive team. This is an incompetent offensive team. Yeah, it's a bit strong. I, I think when your two best players are not being your best players in the biggest series of the season, it sort of looks that way. And Top to bottom, you know, though, Kevin. George Springer, my yeah. God, George Springer tonight's straight. George Springer gave up that at-bat in the sixth inning. There were three at-bats in this game. I, I, I thought I saw guys that didn't want to be out there. And I think it's interesting, and I understand that, you know, John Schneider's going to take guys out of the game, and the game had gotten out of hand. Out of hand. But I'll tell you what, uh, man, John Schneider did – Vladdy Jr. is solid by yanking him out of that game because if he comes up in the ninth inning, he's going to get his ass booed badly in this crowd, uh, by this crowd. I mean, he is. It's, uh, it's, it's, this is an embarrassment to show up and, you know, throw out three non-competitive outings like this, two non-competitive outings back-to-back like this. That's embarrassing. Yeah, it's well deserved. Like sometimes you earn it, and they've earned booze. Booze. So, uh, look, it's again. We we I I just don't think one through nine they're capable of, you know, feeling it out first time through, second time through. They know what a pitcher's trying to do to them. Again, I say this: Montgomery hasn't been good in the last three starts. Over fourteen innings, giving up fourteen earned runs. Take what the pitcher gives you. You know, you don't you don't have to try and pull everything to change the game that way. You know, you can pass the baton in many different ways and. You know, whether, whether, you know, that's coaching, whether that's you just underperforming, whether that's just players that we thought were going to have good years that are not having good years, whatever it is, it's consistently just not happening. And for me, if they're going to make the playoffs, it has everything to do with pitching and the one big offensive inning. Get two dudes on, somebody runs into one, they win four to two. That's, you know, how many times can you do that against 15 games in the American League East? We'll find out. Now, we said before the game that um, we were talking about Yusei Kikuchi. And uh, we kind of wondered how long he would go in the game. And we kind of had a chuckle about this, thinking, okay, do you let him face Corey Seager the third time through? Well, we didn't have to worry about that tonight. Uh, Second time through was enough um, for the Texas Rangers uh, against Yusei Kikuchi. Kevin, what happened in that in that fourth inning? Uh, you know, I, I mean, Kikuchi, the third inning, strikeout, strikeout, fly ball to the left. You get Simeon. I thought he did a pretty good job in, uh, on Simeon. And then Corey Seager draws a walk, and it, it just all falls apart. And, of course, uh, Nathaniel Lowe hits a home run, and then, you know, Robbie Grossman um, comes up uh, late in the game and, and, and or comes up, and Mitch Garver comes up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it, – it's – what happened in that inning? Yeah, sometimes I think you can't throw your way through innings. You have to pitch your way through it, and it looked like he wasn't finishing the secondary stuff. And, you know, you hang a breaking ball in the fifth inning. You, you throw a bad slider to a left-handed hitter in the fourth inning. You know, you walk the leadoff hitter in the fourth inning. You're overthrowing some fastballs. Like it's Occasionally, you got to go outer thirds, inner thirds. And when you don't, you fall behind. You walk the first batter. You hang a bad secondary pitch, and, and, you know, this time of the year, the bats are slow. 
And that's what bad breaking balls do is it gives them a chance to create backspin. Catch it out front. Get to your bigger finish because all you're doing is hitting the bottom part of the ball. The ball's doing all the work for you. You just got to get to your finish. And, yeah, again, this is I, – I, I, I have a tough time. Again, it's like the third inning. You know, Varsho's had a – he's had a tough time, man. It's like, what, is he two for his last 13 and, and, uh, and a little for a lot in the last month? Like, you know, it's – you can't you can't continue to to have sort of the same old bad over and over and over again where you get a good pitch to hit you pull it foul ooh look how hard he hit it and then you have a non competitive strikeout it's you know look I don't care if he's sitting two ninety eight against lefties I, you know that's what you do sometimes is when a pitcher on the mound is struggling and you can't as a team string together some quality stuff you you try and put defenses in motion. You know, have a drag bunt. All of a sudden, you might have second and third, nobody out because a dude chucks a ball down the right field line. I don't know. Like, I'm – but I shouldn't have to look down at the third base coach and get the whatever sign it takes to, you know, don't do that sign. What sign is that? Don't do that sign? And then you come up and you look like you always look by having the sort of the non-competitive flyouts. And, you know, we all know where Bo's at. So, sort of is what it is, I think, this time of the year. 416-870-0590, star 591 The uh, Texas Rangers have Oof. outscored the Blue Jays 26-7 so far in this series. Uh, the Jays, as it stands right now, are out of the wild card race by game. Chris and Sarnia, you're on Blue Jays Talk. Hey, guys. I uh, really appreciate you taking the call. I got a comment and a question. So the mm. first comment I've got, I mean, I was talking to the producer, it, it's got to be like, playing that game as we were kids, uh, that operation, if you're a starting pitcher for the Jays right now, it's like you make one mistake and you get stung. So it's um, Barker, do you remember operation, the game with the little bones and all that stuff, and if you touch the side, the light bulb went on? Yeah. That, no, uh, I played five. Barker's I got played, no clue. Yeah. I played five sports in high school. I didn't have time to play games, Jeff. All right. There you go. Yeah. Well, and, and so to, to that point, Mr. Barker, I, the question's for you. So you've obviously been up. Uh, through all organizations of baseball. And my question is, is there an organizational approach? Because the confusing thing that I've got is throughout the game, I was getting frustrated. So I was looking up different things. And it seems like the AAA team in Buffalo has an amazing approach. It, it just blows my mind that these guys can come up and have these great starts. And I know it's a small sample size, but I, I just think there's got to be something there where they're first in walks, third in hits and first in on-base percentage at the AAA level. And then in the major league, the, the club isn't the same. So I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, if there's a consistent organizational approach in the, the organizations that you've been a part of. That's a good question. Thanks. Yeah, man. it's a great Thanks. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the organizations that I, I was in, it wasn't so much about what you were swinging at as much as where you were trying to hit the baseball, right? Direction on where you wanted the ball to end up. Give yourself a chance. All right? Not all the time you're going to be on time. What's the pitcher's job is to throw your timing off. Sometimes you're going to be a little off balance. But if you can get the barrel in the zone, keep it in there as long as possible, you can fight off a jam shot and still have success, right? That's sort of the thing. The Blue Jays can't all go up and look fastball. Like, some of the dudes, Alejandro Kirk, can go up and look fastball all the time. How many times? When's the last time you saw him take 95, 
get the foot down and drive that with spin to left field. Rare. Like, how would he always go up and look fastball? So it's very individual, and when it's individual, that's when you see the very erratic, you know, all-over-the-place looking approaches because sort of that gets a bad pitcher. Montgomery hasn't been good. I mean, say it like it is. He hasn't been good, but he ran into a team that I could take two pitches. If I somewhat locate a little movement away with some velocity and pull the string with a little movement away, I can get into the seventh inning with no runs over four hits. Like, that's sort of the thing. So the approaches are a little bit all over the place because I think they have to be. A lot of dudes, right? Like Springer don't like the breaking ball away. Vladdy don't like the breaking ball away. Vladdy don't like velocity. So what are you looking for if you're Vladdy? Right now, that's sort of where he's at, right? He's in between on what do I look for when I'm having issues with timing, you know, philosophy of just me being a hitter. He's in between all of those things. So, again, I just think this time of the year, your best players have to be your best players. When they're not, you get beat 10 to nothing. It's that simple. Yeah, I um... – I mean that that's that's very simple. I mean I can't put it any other way. Um, I think some guys might be in the process of being exposed here by uh, by what we've seen so mm. far this month. Uh, Alejandro Kirk, uh, double play walk, uh, taken out of the game. Uh, two uh, wild pitch. It should have been a pass ball. Um, looked like he'd never seen Jordan Hicks before or caught Jordan Hicks. Before. I want to say that. I- I want to say this. He has made an obvious adjustment. He has closed himself off. The le- the first two or three months, you could tell he was trying to create bat spin by stepping in the bucket and getting it in way back behind himself. Now he's landing close. At least he's trying to have better direction by staying level with his shoulders. Yeah, I can't have a ch- I really can't consistently have an approach by trying to use the whole entire field if I don't have good direction with my shoulders. So, in my mind, at least the obvious mechanical change, you can see it. He's at least trying. I know he hasn't and he hasn't had a good year, but give him credit that he's at least going up there and trying to do the right thing, have good direction and at least give himself a chance because he knows this time of the year with who's not in the lineup, he's expected to do a little bit more than nothing. Like, yeah, at I'm least he's trying, I think. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of Alejandro Kirk. I just am. Oh. I, I, I just am. That's a I bit mean, strong. to me, you, you got to do more than steal low strikes. Um, You've got to be able to contribute offensively. And, uh, again, you know, there's a lot. I mean, look, it's not just Alejandro Kirk. Uh, Whit Merrifield's mm-hmm. kind of – become the Whitmer field that he was when we would say, you're going to bring this guy back with night for 19 million. Yeah, I can do that. Then all of a sudden we're going, Oh, you know, Whitmer field, maybe you bring him back. Now we're going, not going to bother bringing him back. I mean, there's a lot. It, 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 it gets back to this. It's, it's a, it's a fundamentally flawed lineup and it's being exposed that, that that's all I can say. It's being exposed. no, no. No offense to Santiago Espinal and Ernie Clement, but they can't be your best hitters in the biggest series of the of the year. Speaking of that, David in Calgary. What's up, David? Guys, so great to uh, listen to some Toronto baseball talk like I do regularly out here in the West. It's been 10 years since I've been out there. But uh, listen, uh, Jeff, you reminded me when you started talking about the substitution of Springer and when you got on that Kirky talk. Wow, was it ever a bad look, those two pass balls? 
it just looked in those latter innings like, and I hate talking about it because I've played high-level sports all my life, not obviously like Kevin, but um, it was just a bad look as a fan watching it's sloppy. From a distance, it's sloppy. But for it looks like people, you're not interested. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Looks like you've checked those out. Pass, those two pass balls looked like Kirky had checked out. It was awful. But what I what I was really calling about was. Um, when I played baseball, and I'd be interested in Kevin's con- or, uh, comment on this, is really just a simple concept. Uh, and it, it's really one sentence. Hit it where they pitch it. And when I played, that's what you did. If they pitched it away, you hit it the other way. I'm not going to praise Santiago Espinal for his approach at the plate. In a lot of cases over the last number of years, it's pretty inconsistent. And Kevin just said it a second ago, when he's your best hitter, you're in big trouble. But boy, oh boy, how many times does Texas take what you give them? At Texas, the uh, that, field, yeah. hitting, hitting balls yep. the other way. Why can't the veteran guys in this lineup? That's not major adjustments. That's doing what you should have learned all the way up through is taking what they give you, which is if they pitch it here, that's where I'm going to hit it. And I don't understand why that can't happen. That's not a major fundamental change in approach. That's basic hitting. And I don't get that. That's very puzzling to me. And the only time I've seen it from the Blue Jays was when I saw Santiago Espinal do it tonight when he hit that ball to right field. And I don't understand. Kevin, help me understand why that simple approach cannot be applied by really above average hitters and guys that are veterans on this club. Yeah, thanks for the call. Thanks, Look, I, I, I think we're at the point of the season where you can say some guys can't do that right now. Alejandro Kirk, you think he can let the ball travel and hit it the other way on a line drive? Do you think uh, Dalton Varsho can do that? Nope. Do you think uh, Vladdy right now can let the ball travel and hit a line drive to right field? Not most of the time. Uh, Witt, do you think he can do that right now? No. I mean, he was two for 25 coming into tonight, right? It's there's some guys that are struggling that it's just simplified enough that if I'm balanced in an athletic position and I'm just in the zone long enough to give myself a chance, that if I see the ball, my barrel and my eyes should direct the ball to where it should end up. And I just think right now, this time of the year, they are what they are. You ain't going to show up tomorrow and you got 15 hits to right field from a bunch of right-handed hitters. That ain't going to happen. This is just sort of who they are, and it's just what I said. If they're going to go to the playoffs, their pitching's going to have to be crazy great, and they're going to have to have a big inning occasionally for them to do that and, and never beat themselves. Like, never you- try and go home to second down runs and almost get thrown out like you just can't do that. So it's like you said a couple of days ago. The ugly games, consistently they can't play those and win and make the playoffs. Uh Vladdy Jr. took batting practice today, did his extra BP today outside uh, outside here on, on the field in the cage. Um, normally, we're led to believe he does that indoors. Mm-hmm. He does. I've seen it. Is that Vladdy trying to send a message to people? Because, look, he's been, he's been pretty heavily criticized in these parts in the past couple of days. You know, we have Buck suggest that he, he, should be, he should be benched or he should be sat. Um, you know, I guarantee you, if you uh, surveyed the crowd tonight, ninety nine percent would have would have gone along with that. I'm not going to get into a whole argument about whether benching a guy. Actually, I don't even like to use the word benching because I don't think that's a buck. 
Buck suggested a day off to let him reset. And I'm not going to put I'm not going to put words in in, um, in 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 Buck's mouth. But do you think that was just kind of eyewash today, on the part of Laddie? Like well, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this outside so I can show. I'll show people that I'm that I'm serious. But I'm just. I don't know. I'm we, just wondering. Seems odd that he would it. do it today. I've seen him do it before. Like I've seen him on. If you remember when I made fun of those ugly swings he was taking off the tee, and I'm thinking, what kind of coach would let him take swings like that? So no. John Schneider was asked about the fans booing the Jays off the field. Not great. I understand the fans want people, you know, they, they want to see exciting winning baseball. Sure. Um, you know, us as competitors, you know, players, staff, myself, everyone included, you, you don't like to hear it. But at the same time, um, fans, you know, we appreciate when they're voicing their frustration when it is, you know, um, when it is deserved. So uh, hopefully tomorrow it's the exact opposite. Yeah, I mean, these guys have been the cock of the walk for a while in this city now. And as I said, it goes back to Bo and, you know, going back to Bo and Vladdy. Um, you know, th- this was supposed to be th- this was supposed to be the group that built on, you know, took the baton from from Jose Bautista and Edwin Encarnacion and Josh Donaldson, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, like I said, this is the first time that I've heard people that dissatisfied with things. How do you think? I mean, we can't possibly go and get into Vladdy's head or Bo's head or anybody's head. How do you think that makes them feel, though? Any boot off the field? Does that resonate with guys? I got booed in winter ball, and I hated it. It was a winter ball. I, I, it's not, I, there's nothing good about that. Like, it's, they're doing it, especially in your home park. They're doing it because you're not performing. Like, there's nothing can good can come from that. And then you start almost dreading coming back to the yard because you're afraid to underperform. You're you're thinking that if you do, it may happen again. Who in the heck wants to get booed at their job? Nobody. Like, n- nobody in their right mind wants to go to the field and stink enough that 25,000 people are going to stand on their feet and boo you. Like, so, no, absolutely not. It's It's... Are you surprised, Kevin? Are you are you surprised it's reached this point? No, nah, not really. I said, I said again, it gets back to the conversation that me and you had when I was in spring training, and I said, "Where the yeah, heck's right. the cleanup hitter at?" It's sooner than later. Little did you know, Kevin. Time. Little did you know they had ten of them in spring yeah. training, and Little ten of them weren't know. any good at it. Yeah. I must be honest. Mike so, in yeah, Toronto. Yeah. Go hey, ahead, guys, Mike. How's it going? Uh, well, the Jays lost 10 nothing to Texas. I got to drive <laughs> yeah, back true. home on the uh, QEW, so I'll just let you take it from there. How about that? Yeah, certainly. No, and I should have probably opened with something better. I'm, I'm glad I sold my tickets tonight. Um, <laughs> no, I just want to say, you know, long-time listener, uh, I, I just I, I won't speculate on some of the things that were said yesterday about, you know, just the feeling. I mean, I feel like, I'll just say quickly, I feel like I looked, I, I, from my seats, I can see in the dugout, and what everybody else was saying about just the feeling and the energy being there. I feel like, you know, this, these next couple of series that we have, I'm really non-confident that we can, I don't even know if we can win the series because that home field advantage, I don't know if, it'll, if it will matter because the energy isn't there. But my question that I'm, I'm really curious about, a friend of mine brought this up and I was uh, pondering and I'd love your thoughts is if this season, you know, becomes a blunder and, and, and goes in the direction that we're hoping it doesn't, but, you know, may very well go. Does that mean it's time, gentlemen, for a bit of a, a top-down shuffle with Atkins and 
and uh, and Mark and, and and maybe Schneider, or is it is it still too soon? Is it more you know bottom up? We look at you know bringing some of the I don't know maybe some of the folks uh, from AAA or maybe you know looking at some 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 possible signings. What do you think the Jays do if if we don't make the postseason here? Um, I'm curious to get your thoughts on that, gents. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Mike. Look, I um, you know I I, I haven't. I haven't been around Mark Shapiro enough to know uh, what goes into him firing a general manager. Um, you know, the whole thing with Alex, that was I mean, kind of a mutual thing. I mean, that, that really wasn't, and that's probably the best way to put it. Um, I think Alex just didn't feel like, I think he just felt like it was time to move on. I, th- I think he felt that he had done all he could do here. And it, it, it was time to move on. Alex in a pretty um, good spot. Alex is a, yeah, six. Just won a div- <laughs> yeah. just won another just won another division title tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he's thinking back to his glory days in Toronto. Um, <laughs> you know, all kidding aside, look, it, 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 here's the thing. This is this is me just just me talking, but I've kind of operated under the assumption in the past two years that Mark Shapiro's biggest thing is this building that that is the thing that occupies most of his time. And the baseball issues, the big baseball issues, the big issues that require a lot of money being spent, well, then he steps in and he takes that to the board and the board makes the decision and and we go on. But I think Mark's main, Mark's marching orders focused on the ballpark and getting the ballpark rentals done. And he's done a really good job at that. Um, you know, yeah, attendance the last three nights has not been great, but the Jays are generating very good revenue out of this place. All these, you know, these new areas that they've, that they've opened here, all that stuff, all the beer that's being drank and, and and all of that, that's generating revenue for this team. So in terms of the business end of things, I, I think Mark Shapiro's, I think he's done in, I'd give him an A plus 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 in terms of business, and um, and and I you know and I think I'm on pretty safe ground saying that I think that's the way other people view it as well. Yo Ross, look, um, I've said uh, this is a flawed lineup. I'm surprised at how flawed it has turned out to be. Uh, I've said I, to me it looks like a lineup that was incomplete at the start of the year. It's a lineup that's had ten different cleanup hitters. That's uh, that's a pretty significant statement. But at the same time, Ross has put together the best pit, one of the best pitching staffs in baseball, one of the best staffs the Blue Jays have ever had. And he's done that by signing guys. He's done that and you know he he hasn't gone out he hasn't gone out and signed the Verlanders, although apparently he came close to signing Verlander. But look at the investments they've made in Chris Bassett. Look at the investments they've made in Kevin Gossman. Look at the Yusei Kikuchi deal. Last year, everybody thought it was the worst deal in Blue Jays history, one of the worst deals in Blue Jays history. Those of us who remember the Verna Wells deal just laughed it off. Look at that contract now. Look at the bullpen. So it's really a mixed bag. But the offense has been just so abysmal this year that I think more than anything else, that's what's hanging over this team. And Kevin, I don't know about you. They have to have a rethink about how they approach hitting at the major league level. And whatever it takes to do that, whoever has to go 
I think, has to go. You can't run it back next year with the same people doing the same stuff, even if there's different players here. So, yeah, I think there are going to be changes. Um, I'm just not sure... (laughs) I'm not sure how deep those changes are going to go. So I know I, I rattled on, Kevin. I'll pass it over to you. But it's something I yeah. thought about today because I, you know, when it was seven nothing, I'm thinking, okay, I kind of know what the calls are going to be about tonight. Yeah, and on the flip side of that, you have spent a ton of money. I mean, if you're the owner of this baseball team, you're thinking, man, this time of the year, we shouldn't be out of a playoff spot or fighting for a spot. Seventh like highest payroll in baseball, something uh, like that. We 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 should be. You know, even if you do have bumps in the road during the season where dudes took a step back, the Kirks of the world and the Varshows of the world, you could still overcome it because you have other veteran guys and enough veteran coaches around that, you know, you can fill in the blanks and get them through it. That's they can't be happy, can they? Like. I I just don't know what the right answer for that is. I I've been on the side where you blame the players. You know, the, the, the coaches in the front office is not walking out there with a bat or a glove or a ball and, you know, and, and running around the bases. The players are. But they've had 10 different cleanup hitters. And quite frankly, none of them are really good at it. So, I, I mean, I will be, I will be very intrigued because I don't know who you point the finger at. Me and you had this conversation numerous times. Who do you point the finger at? Is it the pitching? Is it the hitting coaches? fault is it the is it the manager's fault that the team's not hitting is it the gm's fault like or is it accumulation of players coaches gms i i don't I, know like I, it's, I, a, it's a big question i don't think a lot of people are going to have answers for no I, I think you need an organizational reset offensively um, and, you know, Vladdy and Bo are going to be here and Springer's going to be here. That That's where you start. you got to look at it that way. I mean, the cupboard's yeah. not entirely empty. And Dalton Varshall's going to be here because he's going to be here because he's got term. But, man, um, you know, Chapman's not here. Uh, Kiermaier's not here. Belt's not here. Uh, you know, uh, they – look, I mean, let's just tell it like it is with Alejandro Kirk. They couldn't trade Alejandro Kirk right now. Yeah. Um, so couldn't trade him last year. They sure couldn't, they couldn't trade, him, trade him last year. They're not going to be able to trade him this year. People see him. People see him for what he is. And and um, there's uh, you've got to be prepared to put up with a lot if you have Alejandro Kirk in your team and you're and you're counting you're counting on him for much. Uh, you just do. Um, so th- there's a lot of work that has to be done in this team. There's no there's no doubt about it. But as part of that work. Um, they they have to have a rethink about about how they approach uh, yeah. how they approach things. They they just do and can and this isn't us just thought. Look, we've heard Kevin Gossman say it. We've heard other guys and you've talked to people. The hitters know it for God's sake. The hitters know it. Yeah, you talk to com- the hitters more than I do. The hitters know it. They it's know the, it. It's the communication between the khakis and how it is relayed to the hitters like that. that again, it's very hard for us to speak on this because we're not in the room. But the people that I've talked to is the the commit the the information's great. Like you can never have too much good information, right? That's that's not the issue. I think it's sometimes it's just who's delivering the information that I think sometimes the players will scratch their head a little bit about. Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety. Lots to talk about. Lots to digest. 
lots to unpack. 10-0, the Texas Rangers have won the first three games of this four-game series. They've outscored the Jays 26-7 in those games. The Jays are now a game out of a wild-card spot. One more game against Texas. Then it gets easy. Then it's the Red Sox, the Orioles, and the Yankees. Back in the AL East, where we know the Jays just love to play. It's Blue Jays Talk on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Not the way we wanted this series to go or to start the first three. You have to move on to tomorrow and win. You know, it's uh, everyone knows exactly where we are, and we're still right in the thick of a playoff race. So, you know, as uh, as tough as the first three games are, you have Kevin Gosman tomorrow, and you have to have to realize that every little thing is important, and the guys understand that. You know, so you know you work all year, all spring to get to this point, and you have to you know enjoy the fact that you're right in the middle of it. So you know, as again, first three games not great uh, tonight, especially, but you move forward to tomorrow, and there's going to be huge games after tomorrow too. Embrace the chaos. Right, Kevin? It's hard to do. Now you're getting booed. Even harder to do. Time for the Major League Standings Watch, presented by Bet365. Maybe we could do a thing like the Phillies did with Trey Turner, where I think it was Jason Stark went on the radio and told Philly fans to stop booing Trey Turner or suggested, you know what might be nice? Let's have the next time Trey Turner shows comes up to the plate, give him a standing ovation and see where it goes from there. Yeah, they're they're leading in the wild card. I think that's a little different. Yeah. It's a little easier when your team's in first place in the wild card. Yeah, that's true. And you got Bryce Harper you go. and Trey Turner. Time for the Major League Standings Watch presented by Bet365. You can download the Bet365 app and check out the latest odds for today's baseball games. 19-plus play responsibly, Ontario only. Uh, it is not a, uh, not a good night on the out-of-town scoreboard, uh, folks. Not a good night at all. Uh, Tampa Bay beat the Minnesota Twins 5-4. The Seattle Mariners beat the L.A. Angels 3-2. Of course, you know that the uh, Texas Rangers uh, beat the Blue Jays 10-0. The only good news, I guess, is that the Yankees and the Red Sox are rained out again. Those suckers got to play two games tomorrow, and then the Red Sox fly into Toronto. So the Jays have the Red Sox. What could go wrong? The Jays have the Red Sox right where they want them. So... The wild card standings are thus. Tampa Bay, 90-57. Texas, 81-64. Seattle, 81-65. The Jays, 80-66. One back in the win column. One back in the loss column. They are one game out uh, of that last wild card spot. 416-870-0590. Star 590. 1-888-666. 0590. Kevin, you want to say something? You're pointing at me. You've got the, yeah, let me the, ask, the finger going there. Let me ask you a question. You had to the pick between no. three left-handed hitters. Yes. Corey Seager, Jordan Alvarez, or Kyle Tucker for one at-bat to bet your paycheck. Who are you giving the at-bat to? Jordan Alvarez. Woo! I mean, I, I like Kyle Tucker, too, because of the plate coverage, but I don't know how you go wrong with Corey Seager. I mean, it never gets out. How do you get him out? Well, this team doesn't know. I don't think a lot of people do. Gian Maple. 
you picked the World Series MVP. Anyways, that was a dog's breakfast of the game, wasn't it? <laughs> what do you now? Hang on for a minute there. You <laughs> picked the World Series MVP. I think that's pretty freaking smart to pick the World Series MVP, don't you? You can't go wrong. Well. Yeah, no, he's uh, Seager's phenomenal, and that's why he's getting the four hundred million. But you know, Dan Schulman comes out at the end of the game. We'll see you all tomorrow night. No, you won't, Dan. You're not going to see me tomorrow night. I'm not watching this again. I want to watch a horror show. I'll put on Netflix and watch a horror movie. I'm not watching this again. I mean, guys, 2021 was the movie. 2020, or sorry, 2021 was the trailer. 2022 was the movie. You know what 2023 is? The reruns. This is nothing but reruns. We're seeing the same thing over and over. If I wanted to watch tonight's game, I could have watched yesterday's game. First five minutes. <laughs> Well, first five innings, this team, they don't score runs. The, our pitcher, he, he has a perfect first time through the order. He's great. Second time, they get a bloop single, a walk. Boom. Barker said it earlier. Boom. Home run. Game over. And this has been happening, you know, this whole series. In a nutshell, it's happened this whole series. It's like watching the same game over and over again. And now you're in a situation where tomorrow – it's a must win, and this team needs to go 11-5, and five, I think. just to That'll get you to 91 wins. They might be able to get in on 91 wins, maybe 92. Where are you going to get these 11 wins from? You have to sweep Boston. You have to win tomorrow. And good luck getting three wins out of Tampa Bay, uh, you know, the team we can never win against, especially there. So I really think Schneider needs to you know, empty out the clip do something traumatic for tomorrow's game. The only thing I was thinking of, I was, you know, I, I thought, what, you know, what can he do? The only thing I could think of is maybe you got to throw those, those, those three Bisons at the top of the order. One, two, oh. and three. Put, I, I, they got to do something. They got to do, these guys are getting the hits. And if they're getting, you know what I would do? You know what I would do? I would put, I would put Springer back in the cleanup spot. That's what I would do. I would put I like Springer in the cleanup spot behind Vladdy. I'll figure out. I can have Witt leading off or, and and Bo hitting second or whatever. That's what I would do. I'd put Springer back in the cleanup spot. Um, and I like he's the only, like he's the only Honestly, he's the only guy in this lineup right now that even that, – that, and tonight wasn't a great night for him. He's the only guy in the lineup right now other than David Schneider that I even – I think even has a chance of getting a hit. Yeah, you know, Ernie, Ernie Clement, Clement. maybe. Ernie, yeah, Ernie Clement maybe, but I mean, I'm not hitching my wagon to Ernie Clement, not yet. But I, that's what I do. If you're playing for the big inning, I stick George Springer in the cleanup spot, and I'm running out. I've got Witt, Bichette, Vladdy, Springer, Schneider. Boom. That's yeah. I, that's what I do. I like. I like, but I'll leave this with I'll leave this with you guys to answer. Do you think it's a must win? I think it's a must win tomorrow and a sweep with Boston. Do you think this team could go 11 and 5? I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, folks. Yeah, no, I don't think they can go 11 and 5. And um, I, I don't care. I don't think they can go. I've seen nothing to suggest they can go 11 5. Um, I, you know, I, I think they've lost. They've lost their must wins. They've mm-hmm. lost their must wins. I think it was hugely important to put some space between yourself and Texas here. Put a little, uh, build a little bit of a bulge there, because you you aren't good against the AL East teams. Well, first of all, you're not good against good teams. I think we can say that about this Blue Jays team. They are not a good team when they're facing good teams, um, and 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 they cannot win in the AL East. So I I think you had to sweep the series or take three of four. I know sweeping four is 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 hard. At least you had to take three of four in in this series and give yourself a little bit of room. Um, I. 
you know, other than that, you hope that these three, you know, the AL West teams kind of beat each other up. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I just I, – I think – I'm not going to say the season's over because I don't think it's over. You're a game out of the wild card spot. But I thought they had to take three of four here. Three of four here was the bare minimum to put themselves in position to get into the wild card spot. I think next 16 games they got to average six runs a game. Can they do it with the line if they're running out there? Yes or no? No. There you go. Unless they put George Springer clean. What do you think? What do you think? Hey, you know what? I People th- are going to say it's a sign of panic. Whatever. It's not a sign of panic. And you know what? If it is, good. Maybe it's time to panic. Yeah, I think you're begging. But why not? Like, what? hey. I what what you got to lose? Like I, they're not gonna. He's not gonna. John's already told George that you're not moving away from the leadoff spot. Again, it gets back to that thing. It's not George's fault. No, it's not George's fault. But you, you, you we've said you got to do whatever you can do to win a ball game. You got to manage. You got to manage that way. You got to manage the bullpen that way. You got to manage your starting rotation that way. You got to be aggressive. But we don't want you to move out of the leadoff spot, George, because it's not your fault. It makes no sense. Yeah, he's already done it before. Right. And? 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 Springer well, it, was okay it, down there. It, it worked against bad teams. Yeah. Maybe, look, I, I'm i not disagreeing with you. I think you do whatever you have to do whenever you have to do it, but. I think you're right. It would be, uh, it, it it would be, uh, I, I mean, it's I do. It's not panic. I mean, by it's they're past that. Like, they're past I mean, just look at their faces. Uh, Jeff, the sad thing is I've went through all this before. Like, as a hitter, I know exactly what they're going through. Like, I, you, you asked me about that eyewash thing that Vladdy was doing on the field. That's not eyewash. He, he's bad. Like, he's doing anything possible. If he gets a, a mental boost by being able to take soft toss, backspin it, leaving the yard to right center would give him a little bit of boost. That's why he's doing it. I've been there. I know how it feels. Just not translating to between the lines when everybody wants it to. So, well, the good thing about baseball, what do we say? Get the always do it tomorrow. again. Yeah, always tomorrow. I think that's a good thing in this case. What was it the caller said? If I wanted to watch this game, I would have watched last night's game. I might. You know, that's awesome. We might have to dig that up for a drop. If I wanted to watch this game, I would have watched last night's game. I think he wrote that down before he came on. Uh, it's okay. I don't mind That's that. That's awesome. That's awesome. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Ten nothing. The Blue Jays have lost to the Texas Rangers. The Rangers have, uh, well, folks, they've, you know what, uh, through the first three games of this series, outscoring the Jays twenty six seven. Jays out of a playoff spot right now. But as we said, the good news is you get to do it again tomorrow, and it's only Nathan Uvalde on the mound for the Texas Rangers. What could possibly go wrong? Kevin Gossman on the mound for the Blue Jays. Thank you for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. New and used vehicle prices are rising and inventory is scarce. Avoid the hassle of buying prematurely by making your vehicle last longer with Crown Rust Protection. For a special summer offer in rust protection, visit crown.com today.